Welcome back to the Community Online Podcast. This week, we're joined by lead pastor Dave Ferguson as we kick off the series, You Plus. Remember, you can always find us on Sundays streaming live at communityonline.tv. We hope to see you there. Hello, community, and Happy New Year. You know, as we look back on 2022, our church, by God's grace, is experiencing real momentum. All four of our expressions, community locations, community microchurches, community freedom, and community online are all growing. And we're also experiencing momentum in our generosity. So a big thank you to each of you for that. And all of this points to a very exciting 2023 of helping more people find their way back to God. So as we start 2023, many of us are looking for ways to, you know, improve our lives. So here's what I want you to do. If you're joining us via community online, leave in the chat, just leave in the chat one way that you'd like to improve in 2023. Go ahead and do that right now. Leave in the chat one way you'd like to improve in 2023. And if you're joining us at one of our community locations in Chicagoland or Community Freedom or Community Microchurches, what I want you to do is turn to someone near you and share just one way that you'd like to improve in 2023. All right, one way you'd like to improve in 2023. And if you don't know, just say, I don't know yet. All right, do that right now. Now, you might have said, I want to improve physically. So it might be through diet or exercise or financially. It might be through a new financial plan. Or maybe some of you said spiritually. It might be some new spiritual practices you want to implement. All those are good. But what if it's a conversation, a conversation that could most improve and change your life? Yes, what if a conversation could change your life? Let me tell you a story. Uh, The year was 1983, 40 years ago, and a legendary business conversation took place. There have been five long months of ongoing conversation between one of the most successful corporate CEOs, John Scully of Pepsi, and a young 20-something who owned an upstart business trying to develop personal computers. Uh, This is their picture. The 20-something's name? Steve Jobs. And of course, the company was Apple. Well, as the story goes, John and Steve met and walked and talked as John tried to get his head around why a personal computer company would ever lure him away from the success and influence that he experienced at Pepsi. Well, at the end of five months worth of conversations, John Scully finally made up his mind and he and Steve were wrapping up the final conversation. And John said, Steve, I thought about it a lot and I'm not leaving Pepsi. I'm not coming to Apple. It was at this point that Steve Jobs just shook his head. And then he got very close to John Scully. In fact, uncomfortably close. And he slowly said, do you want to sell sugar water for the rest of your life? Or do you want to come with me and change the world? The next month, Scully resigned from Pepsi and became Apple's new CEO. And for the next 10 years, he took Apple from $500 million in annual revenue to over $8 billion. In many ways, forever changed the world. See, conversations change lives. Conversations change all of our lives. And for you, it might have been a conversation that resulted in a lifetime friendship. But that conversation changed your life. It might have been a conversation where you knew for sure that you were in love. That conversation changed your life. 
Maybe it was a conversation where you decided to have a kid or adopt a child. I mean, that's another life-changing conversation. Or maybe it was a conversation like Scully and Jobs, but less zeros were involved. And you took a new job, started a new career, or stepped out and started a business. And your life has never been the same. Or maybe it was a conversation where Jesus became real to you for the very first time. And you know, that was a life-changing conversation. I know for myself how a single conversation can change a life. Um, I remember a conversation in Aurelio's Pizza in Homewood, down in the south suburbs. It was over 30 years ago. I think it was the second time Sue and I had been out together and the first date with just the two of us. As we ate pizza and we talked over the next couple hours, I remember thinking two things. One, I remember thinking like, wow, this girl is awesome. <laughs> and then second, I remember thinking, I think I have a chance. <laughs> and you could say everything about my life changed that night. I mean, eventually marriage and then kids and even so much of who I am today. Looking back, I know firsthand conversations change a person's life. There's a guy in the Bible who had a life-changing conversation. He wasn't expecting it. He didn't really see it coming. But after talking with Jesus, everything in his life changed. His name is Zacchaeus. And he meets Jesus when Jesus comes to his hometown of Jericho. Now, Jericho was a pretty significant city back then. It, it was a border town, which meant it had customs stations where taxes could be collected from foreigners. It was also a wealthy city with a thriving economy, so there were plenty of taxes to collect in Jericho. What we learn about Zacchaeus right off the bat is that he was a chief tax collector. And being the chief tax collector means he had a staff or other tax collectors that worked for him. And part of what it meant to be a tax collector was to charge people more money than they actually owed so you could make a nice living. Bottom line, it was stealing. And so it's safe to say that ordinary folks in the town of Jericho who had to fork over large amounts of income to make Zacchaeus wealthy would not have been fans of tax collectors and definitely not the chief tax collector. However, before we kind of throw Zacchaeus under the bus as this kind of diabolically evil person, let's think about this situation. Imagine you're a Jewish guy living under the oppressive rule of the Roman Empire Growing up, your family was very poor. You always struggled to afford even the basic of necessities. You never got a break. But then, an opportunity opens up to you that could change all that for you and those that you love. And you're offered the job of a tax collector. What do you do? We forget this, but the truth is, people in the Bible like Zacchaeus, they're, they're not any different than you or me. I mean, they're real people. These are people who have dreams and ambitions, they also have struggles and fears. People who long for a different kind of life but aren't sure they can find it or exactly how do I find it. So, can we really blame Zacchaeus for becoming a tax collector? Well, sure we can. But any one of us might have taken the job too. So, what happens when Jesus comes to Jericho? Well, let's see how Luke, the historian, records the encounter. It says he, talking about Zacchaeus, wanted to see who Jesus was. All right, now why? Why do you want to see who Jesus was? Because he wanted a different life. Like I said, he had dreams and ambitions. It goes on. But because he was short, he could not see over the crowd. So he ran ahead and climbed a sycamore fig tree to see him, 
since Jesus was coming that way. When Jesus reached the spot, he, talking about Jesus, he looked up and said to him, Zacchaeus, come down immediately. I must stay at your house today. So he came down at once and welcomed him gladly. All right, in those few verses, Jesus does a couple very shocking things. First, Jesus <laughs> invites himself over to someone else's house. Now, even back then, no matter who you are, people don't just invite themselves over to someone else's house. But Jesus defies all convention. He calls out to a person by name, someone he's never met. It's the sort of thing only a prophet could do. And he says, hey, Zacchaeus, I'm coming to your house to talk right now over a meal. Okay, now that was shocking. But even more shocking was that a Jewish person who was serious about his religion would enter the home of a tax collector and eat with him. I mean, that was unthinkable. Now, no doubt the people of Jericho were definitely talking about Jesus and Zacchaeus. Now, we don't really know everything that happened when Jesus went inside Zacchaeus' house. Luke doesn't provide a lot of the details, but we do know a couple things. Zacchaeus and Jesus had a conversation over lunch. And in that conversation, Zacchaeus senses that he hears from God. Zacchaeus senses that he hears from God. I mean, look at how Zacchaeus responds after the conversation. It was life-changing. It says, but Zacchaeus stood up and said to the Lord, look, Lord. Notice he calls him Lord, Jesus. Here and now I give half of my possessions to the poor. And if I've cheated anybody of anything, I will pay back four times the amount. All right, what just happened? In short, Zacchaeus has become a disciple of Jesus. It wasn't just that Zacchaeus began to believe in Jesus. No, this was a conversation he had that, that totally reoriented his life, including his resources. New Testament scholar Craig Keener tells us this, says, in ancient accounts of discipleship, a radical response with possessions was a certain sign of a newly acquired devotion to the teacher. So Zacchaeus is now a disciple of Jesus. And I want you to hold on to that story about Zacchaeus and that life-changing conversation with Jesus. Because what I want to do is I, then I want to apply this, okay, to you and to me. What I want to do today is give you some new language for what we see happening in Zacchaeus' life. Zacchaeus is moving from what we're calling a you life to a you plus life. All right, from a you life to a you plus life. This is a categorically different way of living life. So let's talk about the difference between you and then you plus life. Keep thinking about Zacchaeus. Okay, what's, what, what do I mean when I say a you life? Well, the you life is a life centered just on you. It's often driven by the desires that you have, uh, the ways you think, and what you want. It can be characterized by the pursuit of power and wealth and comfort or prestige like Zacchaeus. The you life is a disconnected life where who you truly are remains hidden from God, from other people, and, and maybe even yourself. And here's the truth. Most people in our world live a you life. Most people in Jesus' world back then lived a you life. And Zacchaeus was living a you life. But then Jesus comes along, and I wish we had even more details, but what is clear is that through a life-changing conversation, 
Jesus offered him a different kind of life, what we're calling a U plus life. And, and Jesus describes what he offers, this U plus life this way. He says, I have come that, that, that they may have life and have it to the full. And what Jesus is saying is, there is you. I gave you life, and you can do what you want with it. But then there's you plus, this fully flourishing version of who I designed you to be. And what I want for you, what I came to give you, is a you plus life. So, so the question becomes, how do we experience this fully flourishing life? By doing what Zacchaeus did, by becoming a disciple of Jesus. And it's critical to understand what it means to be a disciple of Jesus. And being a disciple of Jesus involves more than just believing in him. I mean, because lots of people believe in Jesus. But Jesus said this, anyone who loves me will obey my teaching. Obey my teaching. And see, with those words, and in other places too in Scripture, Jesus clarifies what a disciple is not and what a disciple is. So let's get clear about this. A disciple is not someone who only believes in Jesus. But a disciple is someone who obeys Jesus. That's the key difference. And that's exactly what Zacchaeus did. When he left his house, he decided from then on, I'm obeying. So what I want to do is I want to offer you a simple definition of a disciple, and it's this. A disciple is someone who hears from God and does what he says. I mean, download that, hold on to that, take a picture of that, memorize that. A disciple is someone who hears from God and does what he says. And that's the choice Zacchaeus made. The you plus life, to be a disciple. And that's what changed Zacchaeus' life. He actually heard from God, but he didn't just hear. He went ahead and did what God said. He gave half everything he had to the poor and gave back four times what he stole. The action he took after his conversation with Jesus demonstrates that he had become a disciple. And here's the thing. Obedience is key to living the life of a disciple. And, that, and that's where so many of us, including myself oftentimes, we're missing it. It's about obedience, obeying. Obedience is the key to experiencing the fully flourishing life, this you plus life. I love this explanation from G.K. Chesterton. He said this, The problem with Christianity is not that it's been tried and found wanting, but that it's been found difficult and left untried. You see, when the New Testament writers talk about putting your faith in Jesus, they use a Greek word, pistis, okay? A Greek word, pistis, and that we often translate faith. But sometimes when we think of faith, we think of merely just believing or just intellectual assent or acknowledgement. And we might even say, I have faith that God exists, or I have faith that Jesus died and rose again. But that is only a part of what it means. Actually, this word pistis has a much broader range of meaning. Faith has a broader range of meaning than just acknowledgement. It also means like confidence and fidelity and faithfulness and commitment and pledged loyalty. And if you put it all together, the, the, the best captured, uh, the best word to capture all of this is really allegiance. Saying yes to Jesus means giving him your allegiance. See, it, it, it's more than just believing. Your allegiance, it means your, your loyalty, it means obeying. And this allegiance, this obedience as a disciple, go back and read your Bible. We not only see that in Zacchaeus, 
But you see it in Peter, John, uh, Mary Magdalene, uh, the woman at the well, the, the apostle Paul, and so many others. And it's fascinating. When you begin to look at it with this lens, each of them had a conversation with Jesus. And as a result, they devoted their lives to obeying him, living the way he taught them to live. Let's fast forward to today. That's the same opportunity open to you and me, to each of us today. It's the opportunity for us to leave behind what's not working for us, this you life, and instead live the you plus life as a disciple of Jesus. And here's, here's the truth. This life of discipleship, it's really quite simple. Not easy, okay? Definitely not easy, but it is simple. Because again, what's a disciple? I really want you to get this. A disciple is someone who hears from God, and don't forget the second part of this, and then does what he says, who hears from God and does what he says. So, for example, in the middle of a relational conflict, a disciple asks, what is God saying to me about this relationship? And then does what God says. When confronted with a need in the world, locally or globally, a disciple asks, what is God asking me to do or to give in this situation? And then does what God says. At every point along their spiritual journey, the disciple is constantly asking, what is God saying is my next step? And then does what God says. But recognize this, and this is a quick disclaimer. It's not just about trying harder because what covers all of this is God's grace. God already loves you no matter what, okay? That's a done deal. And because he loves you so much, he wants to give you the best possible life, this you plus life. Dallas Willard, a philosopher, explains it this way and says, Jesus came among us to show and teach the life for which we were made. <laughs> That's what we're calling the you plus life. And today here at Community, we're beginning not just a series that can lead us into this you plus life, we're beginning a whole new era centered on having conversations to help one another live this you plus life as disciples of Jesus. And what I want to do is I want to invite every one of you to join us in two different conversations, two different conversations that are coming up here where you can hear from God. Here's the first one. The first one is from January 9th through January 29th. Okay, so it starts tomorrow. We are dedicating 21 days to prayer and fasting. All right, very simply, why are we doing this? Why 21 days of prayer and fasting? This has become an annual deal for us. So we can have intentional conversations with God. See, we believe God wants to speak to every one of us. And as disciples, we want to create space to hear from God, right? So then we can do what he says. So we're going to do that for 21 days. And we would love to have every one of you join us. Now, maybe you're thinking, I, I don't know how to hear from God. It sounds good. Well, let me offer you this. The community daily content will help you with this during those 21 days. And you just go to communitychristian.info. Go to communitychristian.info and sign up. And I'm telling you, I use this. It'll be a big help in every day hearing from God, particularly during these 21 days of prayer and fasting. And just so you know, as for me, I'm going to be doing an intermittent fasting from food for those three weeks. And every time I think about eating, I'm going to ask God, God, just speak to me so that I can know what you want me to do. Okay, that's the first thing. The first thing. Now, secondly, is what we're calling U plus conversations. Zacchaeus' U plus life started with a conversation. 
And we believe a conversation can get you and me started living this U plus life. So starting on January 30th, that's right after the fast, the 30th, we're gonna be offering every person, every person at all of our expressions, the opportunity to have a U plus conversation. And a U plus conversation is designed to connect you with someone in the church who will help you discern what you're hearing from God so then you can do what he says and take those next steps. As a result of that U plus conversation, what you'll do, you'll put together a U plus plan, your personal plan for taking next steps as a disciple of Jesus in this coming year. Now, you're gonna hear a lot more about this opportunity in the weeks ahead, but for now, if you're interested, go to U plus, we just spelled it out there, U plus.info, U plus.info, if you wanna learn more. Okay, why are we doing this? Because we believe that a conversation can change your life. And Jesus wants to have a life conversation with you. And I believe he wants to talk to a whole bunch of us and ask, do you really wanna keep doing life the way you've been doing it? Or do you wanna come with me and change the world? And that's exactly, no exaggeration, what can happen. Think about how hearing from God and doing what he says could change your life. If you could hear from God regarding your most important relationships, I mean, if you could hear from God about your work life and your finances, think about this, I'm talking about God now. If you could hear from God about the struggles or challenges that you are facing today, if you could hear from him and then imagine you did what he said, don't you think that could be life-changing? Absolutely. And, and let's go even bigger. Imagine that every one of us, okay, all of us that make up community, thousands of us, are hearing from God and then doing what he says every day. <laughs> At home, we're hearing from God and doing what he says. At work, we're hearing from God and doing what he says. At school, we're hearing from God and doing what he says. And in the in-between time, every moment, hearing from God and doing what he says. That would not only be life-changing, but that would also be world-changing. And that is exactly what God wants to do through me, through you, and through us. We hope you were encouraged and challenged by today's message. If you'd like to take a next step, head to communitychristian.info. If you'd like prayer, please text the word prayer to 331-226-1686 and a member of our prayer team will reach out to you. To give financially to community, head to givenow.cc. Thanks for listening to the Community Online Podcast.